my name is Annie Lobert, and I'm a champion survivor of trafficking to tell you that God can heal you from any hurt that's ever happened to you. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you too. Hi, friends, and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair, where we invite presence, inspire purpose, and ignite passion in people's hearts to spread God's love throughout the world. Wow, I'm just so excited. I was about to say, I'm jumping for joy because I have a friend, everyone, that I've known since about 2006. My friend Chrissy Outlaw. Do you like that name? Chrissy Outlaw, like the Wild Wild West, is a Christian public speaker and a former American pornographic actress with a career spanning from 1999. In 2006, she underwent a religious conversion leading to her depart from the adult industry. Her focus shifted to addressing the perceived societal harms of pornography, particularly its alleged links to human sex trafficking and the exploitation of women and children. Since her transition, Chrissy has shared her insights at churches, colleges, and media platforms across the United States. And I'm gonna add to that everyone, and across the world soon to be. <laughs> her reach has extended internationally, including appearances on South, in South Africa. Notably, she has led several support groups and mentored women aiming to exit the sex industry. In 2012, ooh, Chrissy married Lawton Outlaw, and the couple now resides in Houston, Texas. Her story exemplifies the potential for a per- personal evolution and the pursuit of advocacy following a significant life shift. Chrissy, welcome to Annie's Pink Chair, and I absolutely love your bio because not only does it say who you used to be, but it says who you are and who you're going to be, the life path that you've chosen. And not only that, you're just absolutely, can I just say, without any appearance, because some of you are watching right now how beautiful she is, and if you're listening to the podcast, I just want you to imagine there's this Barbie doll in front of us. She's the brunette version, but she is a perfect little Barbie doll. Like she is gorgeous, drop dead gorgeous. And in fact, we were speaking in the car before I got here and I was telling Chrissy that her voice literally sounds like the Mattel Barbie. <laughs> like since we're talking about Barbies, right? Like, and everybody, can I just say about Chrissy that she is the real deal. You hear her cute little giggle That is not fake. It's completely 100% authentic. So let's swivel back to you, Chrissy. Can you tell us just a little history of why? I mean, I'm looking at you right now. You're like model, actress, movie star, singer material. Like you are just perfect and so marketable. How does someone like you end up in the porn industry does is there a history behind that choice yeah yeah there is and thank you for having me on your show um Mm -hmm. really honored to be here um i would say what got me in the industry is i had been um a long time searching for love and acceptance and um you know didn't have a good um, family. Um, I d- didn't feel loved by my family. So I grew up kind of 
looking for love in men and you know and boys and um so that search for love kind of you know each breakup broke me a little broke me down a little more so it was the last breakup one of the last breakups i had you know before entering the industry and i never intended on going into that industry I actually hated it because the men that i dated watched it or um had magazines um the internet was still brand new so there wasn't a lot of porn on the internet yet <laughs> but um i would go in chat rooms and talk to people and talk to a lot of men and you know this breakup really destroyed me and um so i started going on um talking to these men in chat rooms kind of led me to um like well what do you call him um i can't think personal websites like yes like yes. personal ads and mm -hmm. then that kind of led me meeting guys on there kind of led me to modeling website so because these guys were models <laughs> and so oh. um yeah supposedly models they're not like real yeah. models they're just the I ones mean, that people they lured you in with that right they lured you in with these promises of like yeah. oh i'm a model and you you were yeah, intrigued so, obviously yeah so i joined the modeling website and i started getting people um asking me to do porn right away i had put up bikini photos and it was just all porn 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 and i said no 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 but after that, you know, after a while, I had a photographer who mess who emailed me, and he did shoots for Playboy, and so I saw wow. his pictures. Yeah, I saw his pictures, and they were beautiful, and the women were so perfect, and I was like, he wants to shoot me, and so I decided to take my first shoot. So wow. we ended up. Um, um, I stayed in a hotel with him, which I don't know why I did that. So I would guess I just didn't care about myself at all. Yeah, yeah. I stayed in a hotel with him overnight. Um, he didn't try anything. He was very much a gentleman. The next wow. day we did our shoot. <laughs> um, we did our shoot and he, um, you know, shot stuff with me in clothes, stuff with me in bikinis. And then the next day after that, he pushed me a little further, like, you know, wanting me to be on all fours and take off my clothing, the, everything that I had. And I remember um, when we were in the hotel room, there was like one light shining on me and there was a photographer on the other side of the bed. And I remember when I had just my undergarments on and he said, okay, remove your bra and I remember so clearly I was shaking and my legs were shaking and I did it and I was thinking what am I doing wow. I had I was so confused and that's when my brain just kind of disconnected and I could see myself um as the camera saw me but not be inside of my body and yeah. I dissociated yeah Hi, my name is Anna Lobert, and right now we're standing at the Destiny House, and this is a place where ladies can come and heal from the ravages of sex trafficking and trauma 
complex trauma that is very common with each survivor that gets out of trafficking. We just love this property because it's a place of peace. A lot of people say to me, Annie, you know, trafficking really doesn't affect me. I don't know why you're even doing this. Well, listen, it's in your own backyard. It's in Las Vegas, but it's also in Los Angeles. It's also in Dallas. It's also in Chicago. It's also in Minneapolis. It's also in New York. It's in Florida. It's in every state in our country. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a place where ladies can come and get the healing that they truly need. And we are survivor-led, and it's so important that you join us in this fight. This is something you can become a monthly partner with. We are survivor-led, and because of that, we don't have a lot of funds. We need your help. We need your partnership. People say, well, I want to be involved. I want to volunteer. I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, yes, we'd love for you to volunteer, but you know what we need more? We need partners like you to step up and stand with our ladies and say, I believe in your now. I believe in your healing and your future. And here's my $20 a month. Here's my $50 a month. Here's my $500 a month to go towards your healing, to go towards your trauma therapy, to go towards your cooking classes, to go towards your job readiness classes, to go towards your college. This is what I want to give as a gift to these wonderful human beings that are being restored from the horrible ravages of trafficking. I'm one of the ladies. I wish I had this program when I was getting out of trafficking. Unfortunately, I didn't. But we have it here at Destiny House and another house we have, Dream House. It's our house that the graduates go to when they get out of this property and they transition into their job, into their schooling, into getting their own car and their own place, independent living. We really need your support. We can use your support. Please join us in this fight. It doesn't take that much. You can give it for coffee for the day. You can give up that country ride you're gonna take with your friends or, or that weekend vacation. Give us a support because we are in need of monthly donors just like you. And by you giving a dollar or more or a thousand dollars from a dollar to 10,000, whatever that looks like, you are going to be changing someone's lives. And our lives that we work with are precious. Please join us today and go to pinkchair.org, click on donate. Join us in the fight against sex trafficking. And then the next day after that, he pushed me a little further, like, you know, wanting me to be on all fours and take off my clothing, the, everything that I had. And I remember um, when we were in the hotel room, there was like one light shining on me and there was a photographer on the other side of the bed. And I remember when I had just my undergarments on and he said okay remove your bra and I remember so clearly I was shaking and my legs were shaking and I did it and I was thinking what am I doing wow. I had I was so confused and that's when my brain just kind of disconnected and I could see myself um as the camera saw me but not be inside of my body and yeah. I dissociated. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it. And then from there, I replaced my modeling pictures with new modeling pictures. Um, not really the, the porn, porn ones, but still, that's all I got. Eventually, another really good photographer wanted to shoot me and wanted to pay me a lot of money. So I went out to L.A. and did my first shoot in a beautiful mansion, hot wow. tub, like marble floors, spiral staircases, grand piano is beautiful. They, they did my hair, they did my makeup, they made me look perfect. 
I felt like I was really a model. And right. then they would start taking the pictures and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a real model. And then they would be like, okay, you need to remove this. And then I would realize what I'm, what I was really doing. And then I would dissociate again. And that's, that's basically how I got into it. Right. And you know what? It, it makes perfect sense. Uh, some people that are watching right now or, in, or listening, they might not understand what disassociation is. So do you have a handle on describing what it means to disassociate or would you like me yeah, to go for it? Yeah, pretty much it's like, yeah, pretty much it's like a, like an outer body experience. It's like you're not in your own body, but you can see what you're doing, but you're, it's not really you. You're, you become someone else. And, it, and it's, it's, I guess that's the best way I can explain it. Um, just at that moment, I wasn't me. I was whatever they wanted me to be. Yeah. And I couldn't, and feel, I couldn't feel as much of the shame because I wasn't inside of my body. I and, just, and you became like another character. Did you have a name for yourself that you used? Well, at the time... Yes. Yeah, at the time I just went by Chrissy and I couldn't think of a last name, so I said M. <laughs> Since Chrissy my real M. last name, yeah, my real last name was um, McMillan and I didn't want to use my real name, so I became Chrissy M. And then later on I changed it to Moran so that um, it would sound more believable. But I mean, yeah. it still sounds like, you know, kind of like a Hollywood name. Even if you would have used Chrissy McMillan, that would have been even more like, whoa, that sounds like, it kind of sounds like a, I don't want to say anything bad about names, but sometimes <laughs> porn stars, they pick these fancy names. I mean, obviously we know Norma Jean uh, was Marilyn Monroe later, you know, and right. she personified the essence and personality of another person that she wasn't even was. You know, what's crazy is that I remember watching something on her and I thought about my life in the sex industry, just like you might have thought as well about yourself, Chrissy, because my name was Fallon. But someone had asked Marilyn Monroe, she was looking in the mirror and mm -hmm. they were asking her, who are you talking to? She was like, her. I'm talking mm -hmm. to her. And what she meant by that was the personification of Marilyn Monroe. It was the person that she performed to be only when she was on camera. So right. really interesting how Marilyn Monroe was disassociating too, yeah. to be another character. And yeah. that's a protection for yourself and your mind so you don't right. lose your mind. So what ended yeah. up happening? Because obviously you got into porn. Did you end up becoming like this big porn star? Well, eventually, I... Yeah. Well, I, um, I ended up, um, meeting somebody who made a website for me. Um, back then they didn't really have Pornhub and, and websites like that. They yep. could actually take one person and build a whole website around that person. Right. So I created a website. I had like webcam. I could talk to my fans. Um, um, they could message me and, and everything. Um, and that's how it started off. And the website just, um, as, as, 
as I got more popular, because I would also do um, adult videos. I didn't do a lot of videos because my, my bread and butter was my website. I could go months without doing any filming at all. Um, wow. I could pick and choose pick and choose who I wanted to work with because I had a good, stable income. Um, so I was, um, How much I was known you, wow. for my website. Can, can I ask you, like, was it a good living? Like, I don't want to, you don't need to say numbers because I don't want anyone to get enticed oh. into this because I already snitch on myself when I talk about the money I used to make. But <laughs> it was obviously enough for you to be comfortable, you said, for a couple months. Yeah. It was a lot of, yeah, it was a lot of money to have a n nice house and a car and, and, you know, be able to pay for all my tanning and makeup and what I'm going to wear and, and all that kind of stuff. The stuff that was my identity. Um, right. I made a lot of money. I paid my boyfriend's mortgages. So, oh, um, stop. it was a lot. You know what? <laughs> what did you just say? You paid your boyfriend's mortgages yes so what does I'll, that sound like yeah that sounds like sounds trafficking like, yeah it does i mean it a man that's living off the earnings of someone's being sold sexually did you want to do that did you like feel sorry for them or something or why did well, you pay yeah. for their mortgages I did feel sorry for them and I felt like I made the most money so I should pay for it. Um, and I let them control my money. I gave all my money to them. My money would go into their bank accounts. And um, I guess they call it a suitcase pimp is what I've always yeah. been told that it's called. So they basically, you know, <laughs> kind of represent you in a way and um, take over your website and then pimp you out to other websites and 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 stuff like right. that. And you know, I had boundaries for a long time where I wouldn't do certain things. Mm -hmm. But eventually, I would give in. And depending on who I was dating at the time, would determine how much, um, how far I would go because they would be like, "Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should work with women. Oh, you should work with me." And so depending on who I was dating would depend on, on my boundaries. Um, so, um, wow. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> it's okay. Cause but, you know what? But I made hey, a lot of money. That's tragic though. Do you think about the money you made and then how it just all went away so quickly, yeah. like a wisp of yeah. air, it's like gone. It's like you spray the I can made, and it's over. I made web, I made money from my website money from movies, money from magazines, money from selling articles of clothing, money from um, selling um, personal, like private, like um, custom videos. So the amount of money I could make was endless, but I was kind of lazy. So I made a lot of money and didn't do a lot of work. I took long breaks in between because it was kind of, it was hard for me to be like, like a lot of the girls, they get in there and they do a whole bunch of movies and they get burned out and then they, the people lose interest in them. And it was, it was just hard for me to be that kind of a girl. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I'm any better. I'm just saying that's my experience. No, I understand. Did you feel 
just like you're being used and degraded? Yeah. And did you I feel did like build. competition, like I'm getting old now and how can I compete with well, my younger self? The, the old thing didn't really bother me because I had, I looked young for my age. So I never really felt like I was getting older and I never, I felt like, um, as I it went towards the end of my, um, the end of my, um, career that I, I think I improved the way that I looked, the way that I acted, the way that I did everything. And I think I was at the peak of my career when I left. And so in order to leave something when you're at the peak and you're making the most money and you, you look your best, you're doing your best, your website's making the much, so much money, it has to be supernatural that you would leave that behind. Because who would, who would do that if it wasn't for an encounter with Jesus? So, yeah. So is that what happened? You finally just, yeah, the, the encounter. And it's so, you know what? We have like four minutes left and I'm so sorry. We're going to have to definitely do part two to talk about how that happened. But what, what was that encounter? If you could say that in like maybe two minutes, what did that look like? Yeah. Basically I had a boyfriend. He, he, um, I didn't work with men at the time. But he was my photographer and he, you know, basically I paid his mortgage and um, this boyfriend um, didn't do porn. He was a a mainstream actor um, and he went away to to do a shoot. And for me and my brain, I didn't work with men, so I didn't want him lusting over women. And so when he (laughs) left, I said, don't go to any strip clubs. Because for some reason, I thought he would. And he did. And I found out, and it broke my heart. And I just remember falling to the ground and just crying out to God and just saying, you know, Hmm. if you're real, let me know. Because everything I know about love is twisted and perverted. And this can't be it. Yeah. I just cried and cried and prayed and hadn't prayed in a long time. And, um, and he made himself known to me like a couple days later, somebody talked to me about Jesus out of the blue. How could anyone hurt you, Chrissy? I don't want to start crying right now. Don't cry. (laughs) But it's just wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah, it is. To take advantage of someone like that. And yeah. I believe you were trafficked. 100%. Yeah. You know. You think so? Um, yeah, I, I go do. back and forth with I go back and forth with that because, you know, stereotypical traffic it's trafficking doesn't really look like my story. Um, but you know, it was a forced fraud and coercion that yeah. kind of led me into it. So Yes, of course. Technically, so it, many, it was trafficking. Yes, absolutely. If oh, your heart got Annie, broken, I know I can't help it. Don't mess up your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, listen, I I know I know you have to go. So let's uh, let's tell people how you know you're gonna obviously you're gonna come back on in yeah. a little while for part two. But 
tell people how they can get in touch with you to reach out to you. Yeah. You can support, reach out to me on, you know, just yeah. follow her. She's amazing. Yeah, I'm on Instagram under Chrissy Outlaw, no H in Chrissy, just C-R-I-S-S-Y Outlaw. And my website is ChrissyOutlaw.com. On my website, if you if you have a church that wants to um, invite me to as a guest, you can do that there. Um, and that's basically all I have. <laughs> Just oh, but two. you're awesome. You're just, that's not basic at all. You're amazing. And I feel like <laughs> God's going to use your story. And I say beyond churches. Churches don't even understand what this is, yeah. but you can speak more than just at churches. I mean, I see colleges and stages and uh, yeah. TV, this um, podcast that like everywhere, Chrissy, your story can reach so many people. Thank you so much for coming on my show today. <laughs> I'm really honored yeah. and I'm so glad I get to see your beautiful face and be in the presence of your soul because you have such a beautiful soul and heart. Oh. And I see the call that God has on your life. So thank you. Well, thank you. And have a wonderful time with your friend and we'll see okay. you soon. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. God bless you. Love you, Annie. So, yeah, I love you too. And I just want to thank you everyone for coming on the chair today. And meeting my beautiful, just awesome friend, Chrissy. And I encourage you to visit her, her uh, social media handles and follow her. She says really cool things. And plus, she's just a gorgeous soul that you cannot get enough of. So thank you. My name is Annie Lobert, and you've been on Annie's Pink Chair. Hi, my name is Anna Lobert, and right now we're standing at the Destiny House, and this is a place where ladies can come and heal from the ravages of sex trafficking and trauma, complex trauma that is very common with each survivor that gets out of trafficking. We just love this property because it's a place of peace. A lot of people say to me, Anna, you know, trafficking really doesn't affect me. I don't know why you're even doing this. Well, listen, it's in your own backyard. It's in Las Vegas, but it's also in Los Angeles. It's also in Dallas. It's also in Chicago. It's also in Minneapolis. It's also in New York. It's in Florida. It's in every state in our country. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a place where ladies can come and get the healing that they truly need. And we are survivor-led, and it is so important that you join us in this fight. This is something you can become a monthly partner with. We are survivor-led, and because of that, we don't have a lot of funds. We need your help. We need your partnership. People say, well, I want to be involved. I want to volunteer. I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, yes, we'd love for you to volunteer, but you know what we need more? We need partners like you to step up and stand with our ladies and say, I believe in your now. I believe in your healing and your future. And here's my $20 a month. Here's my $50 a month. Here's my $500 a month to go towards your healing, to go towards your trauma therapy, to go towards your cooking classes, to go towards your job readiness classes, to go towards your college. This is what I want to give as a gift to these wonderful human beings that are being restored from the horrible ravages of trafficking. I'm one of the ladies. I wish I had this program when I was getting out of trafficking. Unfortunately, I didn't. But we have it here at Destiny House and another house we have, Dream House. It's our house that the graduates go to when they get out of this property and they transition into their job, into their schooling, into getting their own car and their own place, independent living. We really need your support. We can use your support. Please join us in this fight. It doesn't take that much. You can give it for coffee for the day. You can give up that 
country ride you're going to take with your friends or, or that weekend vacation. Give us a support because we are in need of monthly donors just like you. And by you giving a dollar or more or a thousand dollars from a dollar to 10,000, whatever that looks like, you are going to be changing someone's lives. And our lives that we work with are precious. Please join us today and go to pinkchair.org, click on donate. Join us in the fight against sex trafficking.